0: Welcome to Talk 30 to me, a show where we talk about the perspective of 30-somethings on life my kid has an asshole, love, and the never-ending pursuit of fulfillment. My name is Anthony, but most people just call me turd. And I'm Randy Z. Let's start the show. Well, there's been a whole lot of change in my life lately. I know I spoke about this a while back, but... It's something that I feel like sharing again because one of our listeners actually brought up a poignant question. We talked about making friends in your 30s and we alluded to, I guess I should say, um, last season or even the season before that. I honestly haven't gone back to listen (laughs) and see where we mentioned this because she called us out and she was like, you guys mentioned you would do an episode on how to make friends in your 30s, but you never did it. And now I personally feel obligated to do that episode, and here we are. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, I've had a lot of change in my life. I started a new job, and the only apprehension, and I told my old boss when he asked me, you know, how do you feel? My only apprehension was having to make relationships, build relationships all over again, building the trust and getting to know people it, it just takes so much energy. And he looked at me. He was like, well, you're really good at that. So I don't think you'd have a problem with it. Well, that's
1: ironic. Why? I feel like you've spoke at length about how that is not a strong suit of yours, building friends. Or making well, – building
0: relationships or maintaining friendships. Maintaining friendships is very hard for me just from a time standpoint. But when you're working with people, it's not really – It's not really a matter of time. It's a matter of willingness to build those relationships. I don't really think that I have an issue with finding time to build relationships at work because it only makes my job easier. (laughs) Nonetheless, I'm at that point in my life where I have to do it all over again. And for me, it's not that I don't want to. It's very taxing. Luckily. So you don't want to? Kind of. All right. (laughs) Luckily, I I really haven't had that problem yet. And I feel like it's been more or less plug and play for me. Just finding out the pecking order and all that, discovering who does what and and why and how deeply involved they are in certain things so I don't overstep any boundaries. It's kind of difficult. Either way, I found myself at that point. so I, I really wanted to make this episode to kind of focus on, okay, well, the career part of it, yeah, that, that's definitely part of making friends and building relationships, especially in your 30s. But there's also another side to it, right? Like a personal side. Yeah. It's funny how I've noticed a lot of people struggle with this and I myself struggle with it too. And what part of it? Making the friends or, or when you have new people in your life, like discerning how much to share with them? I think a little bit of both, but uh, it kind of goes to the latter and finding the right time to make friends. And I don't really have the time to make friends, right? Yeah. And some people just don't identify, okay, when the right time to make friends is. Kind of like the story that you told me about your uh, run-in with an Uber driver.
1: I told you that story in confidence. And I wasn't gonna talk
0: about that <laughs> in the show. No, I, I think I think it's good enough to where we could share it with the uh, listeners. Okay.
1: All right. Well, okay. So to set it up, I was trying to be responsible and leave for the airport an hour before my flight left. Um I'm in DCA, headed to DCA, and I'm sitting on the on-ramp, and my Uber driver starts to ask him about what I do, and I was like, oh, you know, I do production work, this and that. And he proceeds to pitch me his book idea. And then I'm like, okay, that's really cool. You know, do your thing, man. You know, big ups. Keep going. and uh, Kind of pumping them up a
0: little bit. Yeah, right? you know, and
1: I thought that was going to be the end of it. I'll be at the airport in five minutes. I'm out of the conversation. Sure. 30 uh, minutes later, we're still sitting on the on-ramp to get on the freeway. Shit. And I'm starting to get a little worried because <laughs> the presidential motorcade is coming and the whole freeway shut down. Yeah. And he is still pitching me more business ideas like he just didn't stop and then he sent me this like you know this lottery idea and how he's going to make money off the lottery and it's going to fund the book and then this other idea that i can't even remember what it was and i don't think he noticed that i was not in a presence of mind to like i mean for better or worse, like to care about what he was saying yeah. because i was a little stressed about missing my flight
0: not being mean but yeah, yeah. i'm worried about my ship because yeah i'm gonna miss and, my fucking and, flight yeah and he's over here
1: talking about all these other things that he's doing and you know doing uber to fund this and then this is going to fund that And I was just like that that's cool man um is there any other roads that we can take to get to the airport yeah. like and i was just like dude like you we really don't know how to read the situation right now i am <laughs> i am like anxiously looking around uh i am not in a, a moment to be like engaged in like a thoughtful conversation
0: right now because i am stressed out kind of asshole of you but i get it yeah yeah okay but so what ended up happening uh, nothing. I got there and I had like
1: two minutes to go to the restroom and get on my plane. Um, and I didn't give him any of my contact info. No, I, didn't, no. I think he gave me his card and I was like, cool, man, I'll look you up when I get back. And I don't think
0: I kept the card to uh, be honest we I hope you. he doesn't listen. Did you mention the podcast? I did not. Okay. That's good. So he doesn't know how to find you.
1: <laughs> no. He might. I mean, he might. Yeah. He, if he does like, have your name and last r- name. Exactly. If he Oof. looks me up, he could probably find me. But I, I, I mean, I felt bad. I think the things he's doing are cool, but I, I just was not in the place or the mind, uh, state of mind, to like
0: even entertain the conversation. There are certain criteria, I guess you could say, in order that, that you need to qualify in your head and in your circumstance, your, your, your environment that is embodied in circumstance. In order to find friends in your 30s, you kind of need to be conscious of all these things. There are a lot of moving parts. I think he was under the impression that it was the right time and place. There's traffic. There's not really anything going on. You're a creative. I'm a creative. Let's Let's, talk about creative shit. Yeah, (laughs) let's network. So I I guess there are two, in my mind, ways that you can go about finding friends in your 30s. There's a career pathway, right? Mm -hmm. Using your career to springboard and finding friends through your career that might just be work friends that might mature into personal friends. And then there's a personal way where... You know, you can engage people around you in different personal circumstances. Well, let me ask you: Do you ever
1: see your – Because I I've been with the same team for eight, seven, eight years at work. At work, yeah. Um, I mean, I see them outside of work. We hang out every so often. Not you know, not like regularly. Like once a couple couple times a year, we'll go out or you know, go kids' birthdays whatnot. But outside of work, it's very rare. Uh, also I'm in a different place than all of them cuz they're all married with kids and I'm not huh sounds familiar
0: <laughs> <laughs> so do you see your your work friends outside of work I did and when I was working a regular like day job which I wasn't for the past 2 years I did um my coworker and I would go golfing a lot mm. and this would be almost like a every other week type deal and really? we golfed a lot yeah um for for a good stretch, we didn't really we we started off. It was like getting to know each other, and then we went into like common common ground, and that took about a year. I think that's one thing that we have in common. We have very expensive hobbies. Yeah, golf golf is not cheap. No, it's not cheap. You can go cheap, but you probably won't do your game any favors. <laughs> okay, I. Built Common Ground, got to know him for about a year. And then after that, we we hit it off and we were like, you know what, let's just go golfing. And it took a vendor of ours to kind of connect that. And then we would go golf kind of on our own. He was actually a lot better than I was, but it didn't really matter. Um, we found that as Common Ground. So then we started going. out. We still keep in touch, albeit because of my third shift uh, life, it was hard for me to go out on the weekends. Plus, since then, I had another kid. Mm-hmm wife liked to do things with the kids on the weekends. So that's kind of like golf time. Mm-hmm. Um, plus he works four days a week. So he has Fridays to go golf and then you could spend the weekend and that's what we would do. We would spend the weekends with our families and Friday would be golf day. Oh, that was like three jobs ago for you then when yes. you didn't work on Friday. Two jobs. Yeah. Mm, three. Okay, sure. So that, yes. On at Starbucks, I didn't really hang out with anyone outside of work. Just because the lifestyle, the lifestyle, yeah. So, I would say it's kind of mixed. It's a mixed bag. Okay, but it's funny because I got asked at Starbucks, like after a year of being there, by one of my coworkers, like, "Do you have any work friends?" I was, I looked at her and I was like, "Work friends? Do you realize I work like third shift? I don't know anybody at work. (laughs) Like, it's a different life. It's, it's, it sucks. Mm. And I'm glad I'm not there anymore." How about you? Do you try, I know you mentioned that you didn't, but do you try and go out of your way to engage people outside of work?
1: Um, so here's another thing is I work, I live 32 miles away from where I work. And a lot of people that I work with live within the vicinity of of campus. So I don't really go out to LA very often. Yeah. Now I have people that I'll hang out with regularly at work. Uh, we'll go for a walk. Uh, I have friends that I do
0: yoga with. Cause we do yoga at work. <laughs> uh oh, that's a recent thing though. <laughs> that is recent. I gotta yeah. call you out there. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah. like you're a yoga vet.
1: No, 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 bro. I, I, I told you. I, I just hurt my shoulder. Newbies, I, yeah. I hurt my shoulder doing yoga last week. Yeah, like, I heard a pop. <laughs> oh yeah, I think um, I messed up my knees. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. 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 Uh, we so I'll, you do we'll, yoga at work? Yeah. Yeah. So get out. Because I was gonna go on a tangent about my knee too, but I was like, let me not do that. Um, yeah. So I, I have friends that I'll go to lunch with. I'll have friends that you know maybe we'll do dinner after work. Um, I have actually friends that I would go to breakfast before work, um, so it just it just it always revolves around work. It's never outside of like a working day. So it wouldn't be a Saturday. It
0: wouldn't be a Sunday. Convenience. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I could relate to that. It's kind of it, it kind of sucks because at this age, I think that friends aren't part of the. Okay, I should rephrase that because I was going to say friends aren't part of the equation anymore. They're kind of a if we had to multiply everything by factors right by based on importance i think friends would be reduced in importance based on their 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 multiple so like family would be a 10 friends for me at this point for me and yeah. talking personally would be like a a 3 or a 4
1: yeah because for me like my friends are like my family because i obviously don't have my own
0: little Sure. So, it, talking from a math standpoint, what would your what would your friend what would your multiple be for friends? Uh, they'd probably be close to a nine. You know, okay. because wow. family would be ten. Yeah. Sure. So, for me, I think right now it's family, uh, physical health, right, and, and my uh, my physical and mental well being, and then uh, career. Right? Yeah. And then I think friends would kind of tail off. Yeah, yeah, it might not be a three or four. It might be a five. I didn't realize we're bringing all those things into play. But well, yeah, it I makes, mean, it makes equation, sense. It, right? it makes sense because linear math did I tell point. you about
1: my whole, my whole, my therapist says that I don't take care of myself. That's the whole point of doing yoga. Uh-huh. My therapist is on maternity leave. She's like, I want you to practice yoga and, and really get in tune with that. Yoga's good. Yeah. And I haven't gotten to the point where I can actually be present in yoga because I'm still struggling to learn what I'm doing. Sure. But Anyway, so if we're talking all those things, and I've also made the mistake of putting my health usually at the last uh, tier of everything, Mm -hmm. Um, but wherever friends and family, I guess that would be a slash, and then it would be, well, actually, now it would probably be more career friends and family,
0: and then everything else. I I would separate friends and family. I would force you to separate them. So if you had to separate them out, you can't do slashes. You have to separate every little grouping out. I can't until I, I am part of a family right
1: now. I don't have my own family. Does that make sense? No. I'm a child in my family. I'm not the, the paternity or the father role. Or no, patriot. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's so what I mean with family. That's harder for me to separate because I see... Friends I mean, and family. Yeah, I see friends okay. and family, but then I also see them about just
0: as often. Like I don't see my friends okay. as often as I no, see my fair. family. Yeah, so they would, they would share a common yeah. factor. Okay. So with that being said, I think we need to tool this toward like, how do we make, like, let's just say we needed to make friends at 30, okay. right? For for the sake of our listeners, maybe you've relocated.
1: Okay. Well, I was just going to say, okay, well, I've been looking out of state for okay, opportunities. Okay. And you have, so right?
0: That I thought be, about it. Yeah. Not going to work for me. You thought about it for a while. I did. Well, that was the only way I could have advanced in my career at Starbucks, really You're by living. relocating. And they even tell you that during your interview, mm. you know, not going to happen. One of the factors was, I'm not really good at making friends. Are you serious? That was one of your factors. I mean, look, when you're focused so much on your career and your family, when am I going to have time to make friends? I need a fucking social life. Do you though? Because you didn't, you didn't have them for like. The last, well, I guess we talked about that. How that was kind of weighing and on it, you. And it killed me. Yeah, yeah, it killed me. And now I'm starting to kind of regain the foothold on that whole thing. It's going to take a while. I it's don't know. Happen overnight. See,
1: I go back and forth because sometimes I'm fine in my solitude, uh, but I have to be preoccupied with something. Sure. If I'm not pre- Then I'm looking for you know things to do. You like, like
0: the option to have. Yeah. That outlet right mm-hmm. with friends so I think being 30 and making friends is a lot about factoring in what you've done or what you've learned now that you're in your 30s and I feel like we know we we know ourselves right mm-hmm. a lot better at 30 than we did at 20. At 20, Mm. maybe, you know, the the scope of our interest base and the scope of our knowledge base was a lot more broad. And now we're kind of refining everything down to who we are as people and Mm -hmm. defining ourselves less by what we do and where we go and the people we surround ourselves with, but who we are, our likes, our hobbies, and our interests. Being comfortable in my own skin kind of cuts everything down to the, to the chase brings everything down and distills it into okay this is what i'm looking for in a friend because i already know you gotta like star wars or have <laughs> some kind of interest in star wars <laughs> you should probably have an active lifestyle because you're gonna help me become more active by way of like that interaction right mm-hmm. that kind of challenge you know that friends have yeah a competition friendly okay. and maybe we could be cycling or gym buddies whatever you know and um, you have to have some kind of interest in comic books, okay? Because that's kind of like what what I'm into and what I've been into. I just kind of denied it for a long. I was a deni- uh, I was in denial of my true hobbies and passions.
1: You didn't want to be a nerd. Or I didn't want to be as, a, nerd. Like, like yeah.
0: a nerd. But now I'm comfortable with it. Right, In my thirties. So sure. I think I think that kind of defines me. How about you? um as he pauses because he hasn't done any (laughs) (laughs) self-reflection
1: at all no self-reflection at all no i think it's 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 interesting that you you put it on those those character traits of a a friend i am on the other hand like i'm gonna go do these things and i will either find people there that would want to do it with me or i'm gonna go do
0: it on my own you know and find friends that way yeah i don't need more friends though well, because obviously, I I can if you don't have friends
1: have. that are like, you know, you don't have your Star Wars friends. Like I, like in college, I had my friend, my friend Angela, we, we'd always see new movies when they came out. You and me would always go to Dodger games. You right. know, I had friends for specific things. Right. You know, music was always Cliff. So that's kind of how it always worked out in my head. Uh, n- never was it like, uh, I want someone that's going to do all these things. Like that I don't need one person that's going to jump in every circle with me. That'd be great if my partner was like that. I do believe she is. Uh, for the most part, uh, she might not care about how intense I get about music, but that 's a whole <laughs> <laughs> whole another thing for another day. But now, being older and and you know looking into buying a house and thinking about family and thinking about, okay well, what kind of neighborhood am I moving into What kind of community is this? What kind of community programs are in play that I can go be a part of and and meet more people in the community and be meeting new people that are in that new stage of life, sure, right? So if I'm buying a house in, you know, say I'm buying a house in Stanton where I live now currently, I know that because I live there, you have the Central Park and they have all these community programs, like they have yoga, the libraries have uh, yoga on Sunday, they have uh, different like classes if you're interested in, you know, like I think my mom does some, some aerobics workout, water aerobics, and uh-huh. she has friends that she goes with uh-huh. and in that
0: vein of finding friends or, you know, finding friends within the community. I, I think, think those are. Uh, I would think geared more toward the older generation, but I could be wrong. They might or, have like youth programs too, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like millennial programs. Everything's being labeled millennial now. I millennial suppose, program. I suppose find friends. You. I it's mean, not always that easy, though.
1: It isn't. But I mean, I, I I didn't know how diverse libraries were and how much of like program they do in community programming. It is completely different than what I thought they were as a kid. And I only go to libraries now because, well, I didn't want to pay for audiobooks. And I know I can get free audiobooks at the library. And now that my sister works there, she's putting me on game on all these different things that she does at the library with her, with, you know, uh, community-based programs. You know, she's the one that told me about the yoga at the library. I know friends that do, uh, dang, everything I'm thinking about is just yoga right now. And it's really pissing me off. Like <laughs> yoga at the park and Yeah, yoga at the <laughs> library, yoga. Anyway, the point I was trying to make was that... Uh, it, Knowing your interest, I think is is the better way to go and find people of ideally common interests as you, you know, rather than trying to force someone
0: to like Star Wars that doesn't like Star Wars, yeah, that's a tough battle. I have to fight with my wife every day. She's coming around, but it's taken years. I think it it, it definitely you're you're absolutely right. It speeds up the process mm-hmm. it definitely speeds up it cuts out the the bullshit, it cuts out the awkward well we're trying to figure out you know where we stand right now. Arguably, I, I think honestly, finding friends in your 30s might be as challenging as finding a partner. Because I think with with sex, it's kind of universal. Like we got that in common. We know we like sex, right? When you're dating someone. With friends, same sex, I think it's it's kind of difficult to find that common ground if you don't already already have it.
1: You so, know I, I had a friend in undergrad. Uh, not a friend, it was a fraternity brother. When I asked him why he joined the fraternity, he's like, I only had female friends and I needed to meet guys. Interesting. <laughs> so he joined a fraternity. Yeah, yeah my, my sister is the
0: same way. She doesn't make same-sex friends. I mean, mm. it's it's di- more difficult for her to find common ground. Um, and she has a lot of male friends. It's circumstance, right? It's how you build your hobbies and your likes and interests, and you start kind of refining everything down. That's what some people do. Yeah. And for for, for that, I think that's kind of the first step to finding friends is kind of figuring out if you haven't already what you like and how to funnel that into finding friends that like the same things that you like like if you like comic books go to comic-con i'm sure you'll find some friends there Mm -hmm. there are a lot of like panel talks and interactive things that you could find people that are like-minded um that's one example that i can relate to
1: now let's let's clarify friends because i think that's also a key thing is this is friends at this point looking for just like
0: activity partners kind of deal which makes it sound very geriatric but it does <laughs> I, immediately when you said that i thought of like a knitting <laughs> circle or like a book club for for older women um or cuz you know it's it's hard to to say
1: you know tears of friendship but like you know people that i've known since i was 18 that i've built with for the last 18 years uh, or I don't know how old that would make me 36. 36. That, that's not right. So anyway, <laughs> people that I've built you, for the last 18 you're clearly years. you <laughs> not strong in that. have established this many times, further reinforcing it's, the point. It's a very different, um, relationship. And I think, you know, it depends on the person, but for most people in my life that I've seen a trend in is that even when they move away, if I go and we may have talked for seven months, maybe, you know, almost a year, but you know, if I call and we we plan a trip and I'm coming out to visit, like we pick up just like it was last week that we were hanging out. And I think that's a very different type of relationship than going and meeting somebody new at, you know, a star Wars cosplay
0: trivia night or something. You took it there, huh? (laughs) Trying to take a stab at me, huh? (laughs) Your mother. No. Um, that so that is definitely part of the equation and you're absolutely right. It you have to define friends and what you think a friend should be, but that the, I don't I don't think that matters as much as trying to find people that have commonalities. Cuz so I think you'll figure that out eventually.
1: So it's more so just like the social
0: aspect, not necessarily getting like yourself, the depth will yeah. get there, but yeah, getting yourself out of out of the house first and foremost, okay. right? Getting yourself comfortable uh, I I should say getting comfortable with who you are as a person by way of common ground with someone else. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. We got that part down. Where do you find friends? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the second part. When, when making friends comes to mind right now, I wouldn't even know where to to start. You know, I mentioned I I can go to Comic-Con realistically, it's like hundreds of thousands of people. Where do I find the time or, or the, the friend easier said than done is what I hear a lot with with finding friends, especially in your thirties. Yeah. Right. You're getting older. The accessibility to social interactions outside of your career, is kind of difficult, but I guess you could start there, right? Finding friends through your career. I found a couple that are outside of even my work, like vendors that come in and in manufacturing, you have a lot of those. They try and sell us stuff. I like certain people in their mindsets, so I talk to them outside of work, and then that matures into something else. I guess a career could be one way of making friends. But you mentioned that you don't—I I think offline. You mentioned that you don't really make friends at work.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say I don't make friends at work. I, I am—I I have friends at work.
0: It's do you just, consider them friends?
1: I do consider them friends. And like when I was going through my last breakup, I kind of talked that they helped me, you know, figure out where I was at in, in making that decision to end that relationship. Your work friends. Yeah. Wow. It was also because one of them was who introduced us. Da, da, da. Anyway, oh yeah, so it was, it was different in that. There was regard. some investment there. There was investment, um, but in in the sense of uh, the things that I'm into and the th- how I spend my weekends, like recording the podcast or you know doing all these other things that are very much outside of the realm of their interest. Like we're not we're not in the same playing field. We're not doing. Uh, anything of the same nature like they're going to soccer games for their kids on the weekends and i'm over here
0: recording with you Mm. very different yeah i should be at my son's soccer game but i'm not because i'm here recording to you you know he's not coordinated enough to play soccer (laughs) That's (laughs) (laughs) he's actually really good at soccer is he i don't know we haven't really tried but to to that point a lot of my time is dominated by family time. Yeah. And that's what we find it difficult to record sometimes. We, we have our schedule planned out. I can't fit friends into that unless they're willing to hang out during the work week. And I have family shit to worry about during the work week as well.
1: Well, it's different for you now because uh, before your work week was you slept while we were all working and then you went to work as soon as we got off. Yep. So now
0: you might be able to hang out with people after work. Yeah, but I haven't acclimated to the fact that I have two kids now. How, how, and is, normal work how old is schedule? the youngest? I don't know. A year and a half <laughs> or something?
1: Yeah, she's, she's getting there. I mean, she's walking, so she has to be
0: about you know, a year or something. Yeah, she's over that. But so it's, it's, she's been around for a year, and you haven't acclimated to the fact that you have two kids. Because I haven't worked a normal schedule since she's been on this planet. So it's going to be hard for me to figure that out with two kids, a wife that also works, right? That balance, God, it's like walking a tightrope. That's above a pit of alligators. Okay. That's above a (laughs) pit of lava. Okay. That has scary clowns, geriatric clowns. Eh. Okay. 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 Right. Right. Okay. Well, let's let's key in on that. Being married and
1: having kids, how many of your friends are in that same place? Like, do you have a couple friends that have kids and play dates and all that where you can get together, talk to adults, and let the kids just go run amok in the backyard? It's
0: becoming more prevalent now. Yeah, but I have cliques of friends, right? Like my wife's friends, their husbands, I've been trying to start that up, right? And do something with them. But again, because we're I was on third shift, it was we only met like once over the past two years. Now I want to kind of reinvigorate that. I had one of them call me earlier today and he was like, hey, you know what? We, we were talking about this. We want to start getting this, like a dad's club. Mm. Like all of us, except for like one guy, have kids. He's a pre-parent? And we know, yeah. Pre-parent, but <laughs> probably more than more of a parent than he knows because he's surrounded by all these dads. Sure, and it's good for us to get out and to network because we all do really great things in our personal lives. We all have these experiences that are probably like shared experiences by proxy, and we don't we don't come we we can't convene to do it all at once and talk about it and, and really find common ground. So now I'm going to try and, and fire that back up. I've often thought of a dad's networking club, you know, just get that out there, but then I thought it's a bunch of you know dudes just getting together talking about wives and kids. It's kind of like a, a gripe session for for married uh, married dudes with kids. I don't know if that would work out. It, all these things are rattling around in my head that I could do as a father and a parent to bring those people together and and find a way to network. That's what I think I could I could I could do more of. Mm. That's what I'm going to try and do. So to your point, do we have couples friends? Yes. Am I trying to separate that out? Yes. Right? And, uh-huh. and kind of make it more than just, okay, these are my wife's friends' husbands. Mm. I'm trying to make them my friends, right? I see. So getting to know them better. My, I have different groups, right? And, and certain groups do and certain groups don't. It's weird. Like I've accelerated beyond my my age group. But now I'm kind of into the mid-30s to late-30s people. Does that make sense? Okay. I just, it makes sense. I just don't know why. I don't know either. I did Just based on circumstance. And I mentioned this before. You are kind of entrenched in whatever environment that you've created for yourself. Mm-hmm. I have two kids. I'm 32? You're 32, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know how old I am. I'm 32. I have two kids. I have a house and I'm married. It's hard finding 32-year-olds that have the same kind of circumstance yeah. as I do. Usually, they're mid to late 30s. So that's why I'm I'm usually in an older demographic. I've often found myself in this situation. The Gen Xer. I don't, I don't know why. The wannabe Gen Xer, but I'm truly a millennial, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I've been labeling myself lately. Something I, I don't Millennial do. X. <laughs> yeah. So how about you? I mean, do you find yourself – in that same boat do you have friends that have have kids and families now and it sounds like you do and you found it hard to relate and find time to hang out because their schedules are probably hairy too
1: you know it it's more i feel less pressure to hang out as often which it isn't like a slight like oh, i just don't want to hang out with my friends it's more so i have other things that i want to do like working on this show and a couple other shows and, and whatnot like my creative ventures which i've i've dedicated more time to since i turned 30. now with my friends at uh, in their 30s, having kids, their their schedules are just not as available, and it's it sucks because now it's like we really don't get to see each other more than like maybe once a quarter, if we're lucky. When we used to kick it like maybe a couple times a month, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's it's a bad thing. It's just a different time in life, and and it's just growing up. And I think that it's it's exciting to see all of them growing and prospering and having these kids and families and wives and all that. And I'll get there too eventually,
0: but I'm, I'm okay just doing my own thing right now. But you mentioned friends take up a big chunk of your life. Now that doesn't necessarily mean time, but it means priority and, and being mindful of their presence in your life. Right. I'm guessing. Right. So are we talking about the rankings? I said they're 10 and 9.
1: Okay. So I guess I should explain that with more context. I, I put them as value importance in my life at the 910 how i dictate my time, time yeah yeah that doesn't always reflect that uh, got it you okay. know what i mean like i hold them in high regard i'll call them Like I, I think this week i spent four out of five days driving home calling different friends that i moved out of yeah, state. you know yeah. i've been doing that lately too and I, and I and i try to do that more often i'm very bad with like
0: calling but like if i see you it's People don't a, call anymore yeah they don't just be real i mean we text like I, call, I called you one time. You're like, why are you calling me? <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It's like, we don't usually talk outside of, you know, having a microphone in front of our faces. Yeah. It's weird. Not right, <laughs> but whatever. I think we spent enough time doing this damn show that, you know, we talk enough. We're right. right. Out. It's not. talk It's but not when I, foreign. <laughs> but when I, when I was talking about the equation, I think I factored in the whole time variable too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's I why, didn't. I mean, I did. obviously, I'd like to prioritize friends higher, but I just can't because I can't dedicate yeah. that time. And if I'm not going to dedicate that time, I'm not going to prioritize you higher because that wouldn't be doing our relationship any favors. Yeah, it really isn't.
1: Well, I mean, like I haven't seen my cousins in I don't know how many months, and I think last month we booked the weekend that we're going to go see Avengers. And I never go see. They always send me a picture whenever they go Infinity see a movie. War? Yeah, ah. uh, they they already bought the tickets at the so time I'm, of this recording. Not out yet. Yeah. Right. So we were recording today in April. We bought those tickets back in March and uh, we had to plan it for May or late April. So I'm going in two weeks, I think. Okay. Yeah. So we had, a, we had to plan it that far in advance yeah. just so I could join in. Yeah. I mean, and, when when do I book I'm, my- I'm the burden because, well, one, they all live in San Diego and they're all you know within got you know, five minute drive of each other. Uh-huh. And I'm the one that has to come down two hours to go. Okay. See so them. you're
0: the odd man out. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, how long how long in advance do I have to book my Star Wars engagements for my birthday usually? And it's like six months, don't you? Yeah. No, not that far out because tickets don't sell, but it's like at least two to three months. Yeah. You know, and that's nuts. Just to get everyone so that I can't approach someone last minute and be like, hey, come join us and watch Star Wars. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to plan it out that far in advance. So to your point, that is a real thing. Yeah. But you can find other friends, and here's the thing. You can find friends that are more flexible. Do you want those friends? I was just
1: going to ask, do you want new friends? Do you want more friends? And it's not on some like no new friends bullshit because I think that's the stupidest piece of advice. Because uh, if you want more friends, get new friends. Do what you want, right? But right. If, if that's not like a priority,
0: like why waste your time in trying to do it? So here's my viewpoint on that. And I was talking to a buddy of mine recently about this. I don't think relationships in your 30s should command effort or energy, which is why I kind of approached this episode from the kind of know yourself, know your, know your shit, right? Know who you are and find friends from that regard, because it would take a lot less energy starting up that relationship than it would a relationship that has absolutely no common ground. So I feel like that's important. And I feel like in my thirties, I shouldn't be investing in drama or bullshit that comes along with a new friendship. You're inheriting someone else's like baggage, you know, I don't want that in my life. Mm-hmm. Not that I'd go actively seeking that. That is kind of a byproduct of friendships. Right. Cut the shit. You know it is. Everybody has drama. Mm-hmm. My friends don't really bring a whole lot of drama to the table. But if they did, I'll certainly guarantee you that they probably would take less of priority because I got my own shit to deal with. I don't need your, your, your stuff yeah. in my life. Yeah, I get that so with a new friendship I feel like you you'd have that awkward like where do we stand in terms of me bringing my old old baggage into this relationship kind of deal yeah and I don't know if I'd I'd want that per se
1: mm. you know so jumping back to the whole idea of uh relocating and making friends in in, in, in ironically you know who brought up a really good point mm. Sankeys what yeah that guy oh my god yeah anyway he brought up a great point. Like, you know, sometimes I keep friends around for a very specific purpose. And if I'm jumping into a new city and say, I you know, I, I stay in education and I, and I do a, a lateral move there or, you know, whatever the okay. case would be. Yeah. Tapping into the music or to the production or to the podcast community would be something that I would, I would view as a priority for either A, supplemental income, or B, to be just keep creating. I think it's very important. And that was something that's important to me at this very moment, as far as my creative journey goes, so that would be something I'll be making active strides and finding people that are doing that in that new area and building with them and seeing what they're doing, seeing you know how we can grow, how we can improve, or how we can kind of tap in and contribute. you know. And I think that's where I would put my focus on making friends. It, and it wouldn't be in the sense of the friendship will come, but it's more so about the commonality, the common ground of what we need. And what, for me, the priority
0: would be establishing myself and getting a new set of clientele. That's a really good point because I think that's, one of the foundations of finding friends. You have to kind of know, and this all goes back to the, the full circle, right? To the very beginning, know yourself. If you know yourself, who you are, it's a lot easier for you to find friends. It takes a lot less initial energy. And I think you can get over the fear of finding friends a lot easier because of that. Because I think a lot of our thinking behind making friends goes back to our 20s and investing a lot of energy in the startup i guess you could look at it like a business the initial startup cost of a business is going to be high but over time it pays dividends a lot of us kind of shy away from that right and and there are a lot of reasons for that so starting with what you know is definitely something i would recommend personally when you're when you're trying to find friends and make friends in your 30s so How do you define friends? What is a friend to you? I think that's also fundamentally important for you to understand prior to even engaging anybody new or trying to find a group of new friends. Also, knowing your hobbies, your likes, your dislikes, what you're willing to tolerate in a friendship is equally important because you don't want to get into a relationship that's only going to tax you and push you further away from actually wanting to engage more friends or new friends. Where do we find friends? Do we find friends at work? Can we find friends in our community? Vacations? A lot of a lot of it stems from commonality. How do we mature those friends? And how do we grow that relationship? Do we commingle friends? We talked a lot about, you know, having different groups of friends and I'm sure everyone can relate to this. Do we commingle friends? I know I tend to commingle friends might not be the best thing they might not always get along but I like having all my friends in one place where I can access them at the same time because my time is limited that might be selfish of me but I'm sure we could all relate to a similar circumstance that's happened in each one of your lives with that Randy where can the people find you If you want to
1: talk to us about how you manage your friendships in your 30s, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and
0: Twitter at IamRandyZ. And you can find me at Mm TurgSaysL. Thank you for subscribing to
1: another episode of
0: Talk 30 to Me. We hope you enjoyed and continue to share it with friends. Make sure to stop by our website at Talk30ToMe.com for more content and information about the podcast. (laughs) Rate us on Apple Podcasts. And if you really like what you hear, make sure to leave us an awesome five-star review. Or talk 30 to Me, I'm Turg. And I'm Randy Z. Peace.
1: <laughs> Stories to start off.
0: Oh, yeah. I can talk about my idea. Enjoy. Work experience and how now I'm having to make new work relationships. And say how he makes friends with Uber drivers. So, I mean,
1: if I, if, jumping back, so I don't think I fully covered it. If I were to relocate and, and say I leave California and I, I just jump out the, not out the blue, but like maybe a little prematurely without having like a job lined up, or maybe I have a job. Okay, cut. Clearly, you haven't thought this out <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> But to your point, I let's see where that goes. Was that your point? What was your question? I don't remember. Fuck, oh, okay, I forgot it. What was his question? <laughs> right. Sure. So this brings us to... I, you're
1: not going to respond to what I said? <laughs> you're just going to wrap it? Yeah, I know <laughs>
0: I would. Um, no, because that was kind of... a good Point to end it at. I guess we moved to that around to the beginning. Uh, nah, I guess we can end it? Yeah, we can. I guess. Uh, are you going to call it? Yeah. We guess, uh, end it? Oh, oh, right. yeah. At least
1: acknowledge myself. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> <You ready? sighs> Alright, let's go. Hold on. What is the, uh. <laughs> I was literally about to say the first word.